We have a great guest with us now. He is a public policy uh, expert and a fellow at the Center of the American Experiment. Uh, he is also a former police captain, uh, someone who has spent a great number of years and probably most of his life in law enforcement. Please join me in welcoming David to the Judge Jeanine Tunnelton Towers Foundation show. Uh, David is a he's a well-respected uh, individual with about uh, at least 20 years in investigations and the, the other 13 in various supervisory roles. And David is, is on with us to talk about that North Dakota case where an 18-year-old was run over by a 41-year-old in a truck. And I just want to set the stage a little, David. Thank you for being with us um, before I actually get into this uh, with you. The person who ran over the teen is, uh, his last name is Brant, 41 years old. He said that he hit the teen uh, because he said the teen uh, was part of a Republican extremist group, and he was afraid they were going to come and get him. Now, uh, the... 18-year-old, of course, is dead, and right now he is being charged with vehicular homicide. Uh, We cannot get an answer from the Foster County Attorney General's office. I can tell you myself, David, that I've tried for days. They're not even answering the phone. I think they're afraid of the press. They're afraid of this case. But, David, tell us what your take is on this case, uh, and uh, why do you think they're being so quiet about this? Well, certainly, uh, first and foremost, because the case is still under investigation. I think that's one of the reasons they're citing for not wanting to talk about it publicly. But I think you set the stage correctly. Um, Less than three weeks after President Biden vilified mega Republicans in a speech and he called them extremists and a threat to the country, we saw a defendant in a criminal case who killed somebody used that same rhetoric as justification for the killing. And I think it's now starting to get national attention. And uh, some of the authorities in uh, North Dakota are, you know, maybe understandably careful about what they're saying. You know what? I, I agree with you, David Zimmer. Uh, I agree that they're, they have to be understandably careful But right now, the liberal networks won't even talk about this. You've got a 41-year-old who mows down and intentionally, his words were that I intended to hit him. Right. Okay, so there's no, and let let me just make this clear to my listeners. He is charged with vehicular homicide. He should be charged with murder. End of the story. This is not a vehicular homicide where you're in a car and you just kill someone accidentally. This is an intentional murder where you took the vehicle and used the vehicle as a weapon to take a life. And this is from the defendant's words. We're not making this up, folks. This is not my conclusion. And in fact, the North Dakota Attorney General, David, said that the suspect admitted his actions were motivated by a dispute over political beliefs. And although, you know, the officials are saying there's no evidence that he was a MAGA extremist. Did you read that? Right. Yep. Yes, I am. So they're 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 coming out and they're saying there's no evidence that he was a MAGA extremist. But what they're not saying 
is that there is evidence that the defendant believed that he was, and that's the only evidence that you need. You don't need corroboration of that. The defendant himself said he was an extremist. The defendant himself said that that's why he killed him. Right, right. Um, yeah, there's so much, so many interesting details to this tragedy. Um, and one that you pointed out that at the beginning of what you were just saying is the double standard in the media. Um, late last week, a reporter in North Dakota had done a search and had had uh, found out that Virtually all of the the mainstream media were ignoring the case, and those that were putting anything out were largely just using the syndicated AP story, and that's it. Um, and MSNBC has yet to do a story on it, apparently. Yeah. Um, so the double standard is really yep. striking. Now, can you imagine if a Republican drove over a a a progressive? And said, you know, I wanted to kill him. We, he's a, he's a, he's a leftist extremist. But you see, that's not the America we live in today, David Zimmer, uh, uh, with the uh, Center for uh, the American Experiment. I mean, this is something that is crazy. And the, 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 look at the bail. They gave this guy $50,000 bail. The guy, Brandt, who intentionally ran over and killed an 18 year old who was a good kid. He was going to college. He was a good right. kid. And the whole town has a GoFundMe page for the family. The town loved this kid. Now, right. $50,000 bail, the dirt bag, and I'm going to call him a dirt bag because he admitted it. Uh, he says he needs to get on with his life and his job. Really? You put an 18-year-old in the ground and you need to get on with your life. But why is bail so low when Karen Bass, a a, a, a woman who's running for mayor in Los Angeles. She has two guns stolen. That's a story in itself, David Zimmer. But and she, they get a half a million dollars bail and a million dollar bail and fifty thousand for a man who kills a kid. Yeah, I'm personally, I'm, I'm questioning that myself. Uh, that seems extraordinarily low for a case that involved a death. And I know at this point they don't, you know quote-unquote, only have them charged with vehicular homicide. But um, I looked into the, the, the bail system in North Dakota and learned that it's heavily weighted towards the, the sole goal of assuring the defendant, the, the defendant appears back in court. Right. Whereas most states have uh, added an element to the bail evaluation process that that evaluates the threat to the community. And it, I would argue that that prong wasn't used here. Uh, it wasn't uh, considered here because this, this brand is obviously a threat to the community. Whether, you know, again, I caution, we don't know exactly what happened yet, but he, uh, his actions ended up killing somebody and he thought it was justifiable to use political rhetoric to explain it. Right. Right. But yeah, the, the point that you make about bail and when, when I was a judge, uh, I was a felony criminal court judge. And, you know, yeah. I would sit there. The purpose of bail uh, is to assure the defendant's return to court. There's no question about it. And, right. you know, it's part of the Constitution. It's the Eighth Amendment and the social justice warriors, that nonsense. You know, when they've eliminated bail, I think it just I'm not sure where it was this week, but a guy. Oh, Alvin Bragg, New York City. They they give a guy a, a, a 
apparently released him and he went on to molest another five women right after he was released. I mean, the, the recidivist rate is unbelievable, but not so unbelievable because you figure if you can do it once, why not do it again? No one's punishing you. But right. the idea of a, a community being at the prong that the judge didn't use, whether there was a danger to the community, that's crazy. Because if he right. thinks this kid and the attorney general and everyone else says there's no evidence to believe he was a MAGA extremist, as though that would have been justification. But if the authorities are saying he wasn't, that means that in this murderer's mind that anyone can be a MAGA extremist. It, if maybe they wear the wrong color one day and you can mow them over and kill them. Exactly. Right? I guess that's my point is he has demonstrated he is a threat to the community if even if, you know, let's say that in the best case scenario, he was just a drunk man that ran somebody over. He still stopped, saw the, the, the poor kid laying there. He was still alive and he right. drove away. Yeah. He left him for dead. So yeah. Yeah. this is not a, a this is not a good man. Well, you know, Republican Steve Scalise, who was shot by a Bernie Sanders report, uh, a supporter after he was on a baseball field and the shooter asked which were the Democrats and which were the Republicans. And he shot the Democrats. Now, uh, you know, Steve Scalise, uh, he's the one who said this is coming directly from Joe Biden. Joe Biden has called 74 million people fascist, MAGA extremists, uh, that, that, that these are people who, you know, don't believe as we do. And this is creating a divide. It's amazing that in the United States, we have a country where the president and the leaders hate half of the country. 74 million voted for Trump. I'm sorry. That's a fact. Even the defense, the, the, uh, the leftists agree to that. And not North Korea, uh, not Iran. You know, we're dancing with Iran again, you know, and not China. Uh, but Americans, and whenever you pit Americans against Americans, and then it is justified by the press, you know, whether it's the Times or the Post, then we're in big trouble. We're in big trouble. Right. What do you think right. is going to happen to this case, David? Well, I am I'm optimistic that charges will be enhanced in this. Um, I think you indicated earlier this is a this is a murder. I that's I strongly feel this is a murder and not just vehicular homicide. Um, and so I, I'm going to be patient and, and wait for the North Dakota Highway Patrol to finish their investigation and consult with the Foster County attorney. And I'm optimistic that charges will be enhanced and maybe even uh, Mr. Brandt will be you know brought back into custody after a, a further review of the bail status. Yeah. There is some. Uh, indication in recent reports over the weekend here um, that people in the town where he lives have indicated he's possibly got some mental health issues and he's we're talking about the killer the killer right yeah that he's he's had some fits of rage in the past and that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. they're kind of laying out that um, that history and he does have a history in the courts with alcohol related driving offenses so 
Well, you know, he's used his vehicle, David Zimmer, as a weapon in the past uh, by driving illegally under if he's under the influence or, dr- or drunk. I'll allow drunk. Right. I don't know. But I don't know who that judge is. And see, here's the problem. Look, I was a D.A. and I was a judge. And, and I mean, I know this game. And when you just shut down everything and you don't come out with some information, any information, just saying, look, it's under investigation. We are getting all of the information we can at this time. Uh, our hearts go out to the family of the 18-year-old. Uh, but they can't justify the charges. They can't justify the bail. Uh, they don't want to get involved in something national because they know everyone's going to be watching them. You know what? If you don't have the – what's the word I want to use? If you don't have the – come on, David, help me. The, you no, you're I, on your own there, Judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have the fortitude uh, to do your job, then get the hell out and don't do the job. But you can't hide in cases like this. That's not your job. You're a public official. Uh, I'm right. going to have to look up this state's attorney in uh, in that county because I have a feeling there's a little weakness there. But I'll, I'll let you know. Anyway, David Zimmer, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Have a good day. You too, David.